Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Week 7 NFL Player Prop Show. I'm Dylan Bird, here for the third week in a row on Sal's YouTube channel. We got more of a normal week in the NFL this week. Last week, it was all over the place. There were no Thursday night games. There was only two 4 p.m. games on Sunday, and then there were two Monday night games. This week, we have more of a standard slate where we have the Thursday night game. We have four games at four on Sunday, and then we have only one Monday night game this week. But we have eight player props for you guys this week, and I'm really, really excited to talk about them. We got a big, big week coming up. But before we get started, just wanted to let you guys know to like this video if you haven't already, and be sure to subscribe to this channel. It really helps me out. It really helps Sal out as well. In addition, you could follow me at sports underscore bird if you don't follow me already. I will be releasing some more prop bets probably right before the games on Sunday at 1 or before the Sunday night game or before the Monday night game. Um, I'm always using my Twitter there. Feel free to reach out to me there anytime asking me fantasy questions. I'd love to interact with people. I love to answer them. In addition, I also have my own YouTube channel, Sportsbird. Be sure to subscribe to that. It's linked in the comments below. Every Tuesday, I release my waiver wire show. Every Friday, I release my college football betting picks. So those will be out today as well with this video so be sure to subscribe to that if you love all that stuff the link is down in the comments also just want to let you guys know that all the props we're talking about today are from monkey knife fight the sponsor of this nfl player props show you go on to monkey knife fight and they will match your deposit 100 percent up to 50 dollars with promo code vetri v-e-t-r-i so if you like player props then monkey knife fight is an amazing place to take advantage of this great deposit bonus. Now let's get started. So the first player prop that we're going to talk about this week is Terry McLaurin's reception line, which is at five and a half. So Terry McLaurin and the Washington football team play against the Dallas Cowboys this week. Now the Dallas Cowboys have been notoriously known this year as the team that is the worst defensively in the NFL. They play absolutely no defense at all. They let up a million points per game. And to start here... Terry McLaurin, according to Pro Football Focus, has a 30% matchup advantage against his opponent, corner Daryl Worley. McLaurin's 58 targets are ranked 5th amongst wide receivers, and he has 36 receptions this year also, which ranks 7th amongst wide receivers. He also brings in a 27.5% target share, which is absolutely huge. And with Steven Sims out, and just Washington not being deep at all at wide receiver. The only other targets that quarterback Kyle Allen has to throw to are Dontrell Inman, Isaiah Wright, and Logan Thomas, the tight end. Not actually great options at all. Now, I know some people may be a little bit worried about Kyle Allen being the quarterback. He has been checking down to the running back slot. We've had J.D. McKissick had six receptions last week. Antonio Gibson also had four receptions last week. So Kyle Allen is throwing a lot of dump-off passes really because he isn't that good, and that's what a lot of backup quarterbacks do. But Terry McLaurin did have seven receptions last week, and he had 12 targets last week as well on a astounding 30% target share. So against this really, really bad Dallas defense, despite the fact that Kyle Allen is a quarterback, I trust Terry McLaurin to go over his five and a half receptions on the day here. We will see what happens. Last week, I had DeAndre Hopkins over 88 and a half receiving yards against the Dallas Cowboys on Monday night, and he only had two receptions for 73 yards. Now, it's pretty funny. He gave me a little bit of hope at the end as he had like a 61-yard catch in garbage time uh, to give me a tad of hope before ultimately he got pulled out of the game because it was a blood. But ultimately, I really trust anybody against this Dallas defense 
even a wide receiver that has Kyle Allen throwing to him. So I trust Tyree McLaurin to go over five and a half receptions this week. The second player prop that we're going to talk about today is Sam Darnold's passing yards line, which is at 253 and a half passing yards versus the Buffalo Bills this week. Now, quarterback Sam Darnold is questionable this week. He's been out the last couple of weeks with a shoulder injury. It is unknown whether he'll play this week, but it looks like he is trending towards it, so we'll have to monitor that situation there. However, I'm going to act like he's playing and analyze his prop right here. Now, if Joe Flacco ends up being the quarterback here, I would say go the same way with the prop as I'm about to predict. So if Sam Darnold is out and Joe Flacco replaces him, just do the same exact thing as you would do with the Sam Darnold prop with Joe Flacco at quarterback. Now to actually get into this prop, 253 and a half passing yards, the Jets are inept on offense. Like it's just, they. I've never seen a team as bad offensively as the Jets are right now. They lost 24 to nothing against the Miami Dolphins last week. And the highest amount of yards that a Jets quarterback has thrown for in a game this year is only 230 yards, which is absolutely so sad. There's only been two games this year out of the six that they have played where the quarterback has gone over 200 passing yards. And like I said, just the highest was still 230 in a single game. In addition, the Bills have a pretty good defense and the Jets have a minus 23% pass blocking advantage this week. This just seems like a high, high number of passing yards for Sam Darnold here. So I like the under this week. Again, if Joe Flacco replaces Darnold in this game and Darnold is ruled out, I'm taking the under on Joe Flacco's passing yards as well. This offense has been too inept for me to take anything but the under at a line as high as this. Now, last week I took a Jimmy Garoppolo passing yards prop, which was in the 260s. And a lot of people said the line was really in the 220s. So, once again, I would like to say that all the props that I'm talking about come from Monkey Knife Fight, so I am going by what they have on their website as of Thursday afternoon. The next player prop that we are going to discuss today is Kenny Galladay's receiving yards prop, which is at 77.5 against the Atlanta Falcons. Now, Kenny Galladay, according to Pro Football Focus, leads all wide receivers in terms of matchup advantage this week. His matchup advantage against cornerback Kenzel Sheffield of the Atlanta Falcons is at 67%, which is absolutely huge. In addition, the Falcons are allowing 335.3 passing yards per game. That ranks 31st in the NFL, so second to last. And Atlanta, they've been absolutely awful against the pass this year. They let up 166 yards to Minnesota Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson last week. They allowed a boatload of receiving yards to Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore the week before. Every week, they seem to get torched. I know I had Thielen's over in receptions last week, which he did not hit, but I just picked the wrong guy. Justin Jefferson ended up going off. I trust Kenny Galladay to be able to go off against this horrible Atlanta secondary. I expect there to be a ton of points in this game. I expect Kenny Galladay to catch at least one long pass in this game, which is really, really going to help this over-receiving yards total a lot. I bet that Kenny Galladay over-prop last week as well when he played against Jacksonville, and it hit. I'm rolling with Kenny Galladay over 77.5 against the Atlanta Falcons. The fourth player prop that we're going to talk about today is Justin Herbert's passing yards line, which is at 246.5. So first of all, Justin Herbert has been absolutely phenomenal this year. He's been arguably the best rookie quarterback so far, possibly even better than Joe Burrow. I mean, the throws that this guy has been making 
have been ridiculous. Herbert looks nothing like when I watched him in college. He's been so much better than that. So props to Herbert for being absolutely amazing this year. No pun intended when I say props there. But looking at this line, first, Justin Herbert has cleared 246.5 passing yards in every single game he's played this year so far. He's averaging 298.8 passing yards per game. In addition, Jacksonville is horrible on defense. They rank 30th in pass rush. In addition, they also rank 22nd in coverage, and they're allowing 270.5 passing yards per game. In addition, Herbert is also throwing the ball a ton, and he's throwing the ball far when he does it. He is averaging 35.2 attempts per game, and his yards per attempt is at 8.5, which ranks third amongst QBs so far this season. This is an easy matchup for Justin Herbert. I don't see why this week would be any different from what he's been doing in previous weeks, especially with the easy matchup against Jacksonville. I think that Justin Herbert shatters the over here, 246.5 passing yards. The fifth player prop that we're going to talk about today is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire's rushing yards prop, which is at 58.5. Now there is a lot to discuss here. So on paper, this does not look like a good situation for Clyde. He comes in with a tough matchup against the Denver Broncos defense. The Chiefs have a minus 18% run blocking advantage this week. In addition, the Denver Broncos rank second in run defense and fifth in tackling. They've been very, very, very good against the run this year. In addition, what everyone's been talking about this week, Le'Veon Bell is officially going to play his first game with the Kansas City Chiefs this week, meaning we have no idea what the snap share is going to look like. We have no idea what Bell's role is going to be, and we have no idea how Bell's role is going to affect Clyde's role. That being said, I personally expect it to be a Kareem Hunt Nick Chubb type situation in Kansas City. I think Bell's going to be used primarily as a receiving back, and I still think that Clyde is going to get a ton of carries like he normally does. In addition, I looked at the weather report this week, and they're playing in Denver, and like the normal Denver weather, it's all over the place. We have the day before the game, it's supposed to be sunny and in the 60s, and then the day of the game on Sunday, it's supposed to be 24 degrees, and there's a chance of snow as well. So, It's going to be really cold. There could be some weather. And we've seen Kansas City play in a decent amount of weather games this year. Week one with Andy Reid's mask all fogging up. And then we had last week against the Bills. It was raining pretty hard. And they ran Clyde Edwards-Elair all day to victory. Last week against Buffalo when it was raining, Clyde had 26 carries for 161 yards. If the weather's going to be bad once again for a Chiefs game... I think the Chiefs have proved that they don't mind giving the ball to Clyde a ton. And obviously, Bell will steal some carries, but it is his first game. So I don't expect Bell to come in and get the majority of the snap share or majority of the carries or anything here. I still think it is going to be Clyde. And because of this weather and because of what we've seen the Chiefs do in weather games this year so far, I think that this number is too low. I think Clyde Edwards-Elair is going to get 17-plus carries in this game. And I think that he will have 70-plus rushing yards. So I'm taking the over on Clyde Edwards-Elair, rushing yards, 58.5. The next player prop that we're going to talk about today is Kenyon Drake's rushing yards prop, which is at 70.5. So, Kenyon Drake had a huge game on Monday night against the Dallas Cowboys. He had 20 rushes for 164 yards and two touchdowns, including a that late 80-plus yard garbage time touchdown that swung so many fantasy matchups around the country, which is absolutely crazy. I mean, I literally thought that it should it should have been Edmonds running there. I mean, 
I think it should be Edmonds running always, but we're going to get into that in a little bit. But what a ridiculous thing to, for the Cardinals to have their starters in at that point of the game. They give it to Drake, he breaks free, and then instead of sliding down to end the game, he actually runs it in the end zone, which was absolutely hilarious. Thank God I was not going against Kenyon Drake in any leagues that night. So I'm not a huge Drake fan. Now, if we're talking about the rapper Drake, sure, I'm a huge fan. In terms of Kenyon Drake, I am not a huge fan at all. I've been on the Chase Edmonds train for a long time by now. I think that Chase Edmonds is the better back in Arizona. I eventually think that Chase Edmonds could end up taking over for Drake by the end of the year, but Cliff Kingsbury seems to absolutely love Kenyon Drake. He's giving him a million carries per game, actually 17.5 carries per game. So I'm not exactly sure what's going to end up happening with that. I don't know if Edmonds will actually get the role, but I think for sure he should take over the role. Now, in terms of this game, the Cardinals have a really, really tough matchup against the Seattle Seahawks. The Cardinals rank last in the NFL this week with a minus 53% run blocking advantage, according to Pro Football Focus. And additionally, the Seattle Seahawks rank third in run defense and third in tackling this year. I think the Cardinals will also be down in this game, which will force them to throw a decent amount. And Kenyon Drake may get his share of carries. I do think he'll get a little bit less, but he may get his share of carries. I do not think that he'll be able to run against this very good Seattle run defense. I just don't think Kenyon Drake is that good. And I think that the 70.5 rushing yards prop is an overreaction to his performance last week. So I am taking the under on Kenyon Drake, 70.5 rushing yards. So our last two player props come from the same Seattle-Arizona game. First, we have Russell Wilson's passing yards line, which is 295.5 passing yards. The Seattle Seahawks have a very favorable advantage this week against this Arizona defense. They have a 37% pass blocking advantage this week, and they also rank 12th in pass blocking as a team in general this season. In addition, Arizona's defense ranks 27th in pass rush and 17th in coverage this season. They're also not huge on putting a ton of pressure on the quarterback. Their D-line ranks tied 31st for pressure rate, which is at 25%. So Russell Wilson's going to have all day to throw in this game. In addition, Russell Wilson is averaging 300.4 passing yards per game, which is over what his line is in this game, 295.5. I think it's a very favorable matchup for the Seattle Seahawks. And as a result, I like Russell Wilson's over 295.5 passing yards in this game. Now moving on to our last player prop of the day, we have DK Metcalf's receiving yards prop, which is at 80.5 receiving yards. Metcalf's likely matchup in this game is against Drake Kilpatrick, and he has a 29% matchup advantage, according to Pro Football Focus. In addition, DK Metcalf has been arguably the best receiver in the NFL this year so far. He's averaging 99.2 receiving yards per game, and he has not gone one game under 92 receiving yards yet this year. In addition, a major reason why DK Metcalf has so many receiving yards per game. It's not because he's catching a ton of passes, but it's because he is first in the NFL in yards per reception at 22.5. He's a huge deep threat, 661 air yards, which ranks fifth in the NFL, and 377 completed air yards, which ranks fifth in the NFL as well. So I think that DK Metcalf goes over his 80.5 receiving yards prop in this game. As we discussed with Russell Wilson, This Cardinals team is a favorable matchup for Seattle. Probably a really, really good week to stack Seahawks in DFS as well. So 
I had the Russell Wilson over passing yards. I now have the DK Metcalf over 80.5 receiving yards here. So that's a wrap for the week seven NFL player prop show. If you haven't already, be sure to like this video and be sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel. It really helps me. It really helps Sal. In addition, just to remind you, follow me at sports underscore bird on Twitter. I will be probably dropping some additional picks, whether that be during the day on Sunday, whether that be Sunday night, or whether that be for Monday night's Rams-Bears game. So be sure to follow me there to get more additional picks. In addition, be sure to comment on this video and tell me which other props that I did not talk about that you really, really like this week. I'll be sure to respond and give you my opinion on them for sure. Also, like I said before, I have my own new YouTube channel, Sportsbird. It's linked down in the comments. I have my college football betting picks coming out today. I have my waiver wire show every single Tuesday. So if you like that stuff, be sure to subscribe there. Goodbye, everyone, and good luck with your prop betting this week.